Hello and welcome to the first ever edition of the Orient the Al the Orient <laughs> Good start. <laughs> the Orient Outlook podcast with myself, Stephen Nussbaum, and my good friend, fellow Orient fan, South Stand Chum. Paul Levy. Thank you very much. Good evening, good afternoon, good night, God bless. So this is our first podcast as the Orient Outlook. We uh, had this idea a couple of months ago. Yeah. And then the time it's taken us to kind of... Get our asses into gear. Get our asses into gear, get the wives to go away on business trips, get the kids <laughs> to bed. We have uh, been surpassed by yeah. three very good podcasts. Absolutely. So we're hoping to join the uh, glamorous ranks of... a. Uh, a renowned Leighton Orient podcast. Absolutely, isn't it? There's so many opinions, especially if you look at the Orient message boards. I think there's there's definitely room yeah. for for one more and uh, alternative opinions and so on and so forth. So uh, and hope you, you like what we what we're putting out. Yeah, there. and you can never have enough Leighton Orient no. opinions. Um, so if you want to share your opinion with us, feel free to do so. We've got an email address, newly yes, created. Yeah. And that email address is orientoutlook at outlook.com. Or if you're inclined on the old social media side of things, we are at Orient Outlook on Twitter. So if you have any suggestions, any points, any answers to questions that we don't know or anything that we get wrong, which we probably yeah. will get quite a lot wrong, feel free to contact us because this podcast is for everyone. Absolutely. And we'd like as many opinions as possible to be heard. And, and, and obviously, like Steve says, if you've got anything that you want to um, air about Leighton Orient, um, then feel free to email or tweet us. So me and Paul have been Orient fans since late 80s, yeah. early 90s. So my first Orient game was at home to Brighton. Orient won 3-2. Andy Jones scored two goals. He definitely scored the winner. I don't, I don't who know who Andy Jones is. Oh, he's a Welsh wizard. Was he? Andy Jones the Welsh wizard. Never wizard. remember Andy Jones. He scored two great goals. Yeah. He was like a good Colin West. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, so he's got two goals and that and that was it. I was hooked. And what was your first game, Paul? Uh, Stoke at home. I think it was around eighty eight, eighty nine. We lost two 0 I remember that, um, and I also remember the, the the guy sat next to us. We we my dad didn't know where to where to get tickets for, so we just got tickets at the very first gate. Because at the time, you just rock up and pay on the door. Yeah. So the very style. first turnstile that you come to, if you come down Buckingham Road from the high road, was the away end we didn't know that so we just paid our money and went through and sat down and when obviously all the Stoke fans are cheering and we just sat there it's like oh we yeah we, did, looked, we looked a bit out did you have any memorabilia no no literally first game we just turned up and, and just went it was, it, was, it was a good day I remember the sun was shining but just the result didn't crown it off but that didn't deter me no of course I've been supporting them for over 20 years 24 years now so you know, it didn't put me off. No, I didn't. Obviously, we kind of got hooked around the £10 season ticket. That's I right. remember the first game of that, and it was a 1-0 win at home to Torquay. Okay. The sun was shining. Everyone had their spanking new acclaimed tops on. Yeah, I remember those shirts. I had mine. I've lost it now, unfortunately. Uh, and then since then, we've just kind of fell in love with the club. Absolutely. It's, it's ingrained now, isn't it, really? A lot of other people support other clubs and people don't actually believe when you say to them, well, who do you support? Oh, I support Leighton yeah, Orient. Oh, is it, do you support anyone else? No, just like what, not just Tottenham, not Arsenal, not West nope. Ham, not Man United. No, just, just like. Oh, we've had some great days out as Orient fans, haven't we? We've been to Wembley um, a couple of times. Twice. Twice. <laughs> Failed in both occasions. <laughs> Failed both I didn't go occasions. to Cardiff. I didn't do the Millennium Stadium. No, I had work, unfortunately. I did too. Um, but we, we used to go to all the away stuff. Yeah, I remember, Exeter. I remember going to Fulham, standing at Craven Cottage and seeing Lee Shearer score a header in a 2-1 when defeat. Jimmy Hill was chairman. I remember going to Barnet and 
our friend Joel chucked yeah. a, a piece of chewing gum at Dougie Friedman when he Did went he? off to score his second goal, yeah. Really? Yeah, remember that? Well, we, we wore the uh, white heat kit. The one okay, with the yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember and that one. I didn't go to the Emirates. No, I could For the recent that. FA Cup. No. So we've had some great days as Orient fans and hopefully there'll be many more. Oxford away being the crowning Oxford glory. away, yeah. I was there. Probably the highlight. Yeah. Probably crowning glory, highlight. really. Because it's otherwise, if we'd have gone up at Wembley, then that would have been it. But yeah. anyway, digressing, digressing. Digressing. Massively. So we're here to talk all things Orient. So we are going to have a two-part introduction uh, episode. So in this part, we're just going to speak about the season as a whole, minus the playoffs, because... It was such a great season and it kind of ended on a real downer. Yeah. Uh, but even the way it ended, it surpassed all our expectations. Yeah. And we were so happy to be at Wembley, so happy for the day out. Yeah. And just so proud of the boys and the way they played. Absolutely. Everyone played out of their skin and, and they all played for the shirt and, and it was a real togetherness and I think it brought the togetherness of the supporters as well. Oh, totally. The club, the club was united and, in, you know, in, in, in that week, in, in the week build up to it, it was immense and if you would have offered that to any Orient fan before the season started, every Orient fan would have bitten your, bitten your hand off for that. Yeah. And I remember, you know, pre-season feeling quite, quite good and I remember thinking, we've got a good solid defence, we've got mm. two good wingers. I remember watching Mo beforehand and thinking if he can you know, with more experience, he can become a really good player. Yeah, I remember always rating Lisby. I think I think the fact that he'd managed to keep the team together from last year with a couple of additions, yeah, totally, really, really, really helped things. And and hopefully this season that that will carry on. Obviously, we lost Jamie Jones, but you know, in terms of the season that's that, that that's just gone. I mean, if we look back into August, um, you know, we we kick started that with a thrashing. At yeah, Carlisle, fantastic went away to which Carlisle. no one would have predicted. No one had that on there. No, on I mean, I, I thought we might get a point to be fair, but didn't expect to trounce them five one. Yeah, and it's, certainly it's, didn't expect the next five five games in August to go. Yeah, first five league games as well. Nah, absolutely, and I remember the first home game of the season against Shrewsbury. You know, first half was not great, but second half Mooney got two, and Odebajo got got a fantastic third. Yeah, um, which capped that off well. And then we moved in. Well, we had the whole game, which which was a loss at home, and and that was a tight game as well. We gave them a run for the money, although that was their second string, arguably. It was still a decent team. Because it had right? Matty Fry at Steve Boyd. Harper, George Chris, Boyd, George Boyd. Yeah, but it was still a decent a decent side that would have you know yeah. that have been a decent championship side if they were playing. In oh, the definitely. And I remember so. missing the goal as well. I was taking a piss, missed the goal, <laughs> as you do. Yes, but you but never, never leave during the game. That's a lesson. Never learned, mind. Then, and then moving into September, you know we, we could, carried on. We carried we on. Carried yeah, on. I remember the three-two home game against Port Vale was brilliant. And I remember around that time you got a real sense that Orange could actually do something and go somewhere. And momentum remember, was so with us at that time. I remember Mooney just. Taking his two goals in that match so well, and even though we let Port Vale back into the game, yeah, Lisby with a last minute winner straight into the crowd. It was brilliant. That's all the photos. Yeah, all the photos. I remember leaving that match thinking, you know what, Orient could do this. Yeah, this 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 could be done this season. And at this point, Brentford and and Wolves were both. They hadn't started as well as started. No, we 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 were clear, and you know, later on in the month, we went away to Brentford. And it was on Sky, and we spanked That's him. That's right, 2-0. Um, penalty. And, and Bat, 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 Bat scored boom. that goal like, later on in the game. But, you know, you, 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 you've you you've sort of moved over the Notts County. That was the second 5-1 result in two months. Yeah, it was fantastic. I mean, that that was a great goal. Goals, goals. It's just... The Notts County game, I remember Coxie scoring a decent goal, and that kid from Bournemouth who we had, that, that low knee scored. Even he scored. can't remember the guy's name. Um, but anyway, if you, if you remember his name, feel free to uh, send us a tweet or an email. 
But, oh, um, Stockley. Stockley. Jordan Stockley. Jordan Stockley. I mean, he wasn't he wasn't bad, but even at that point, all the strikers who were getting on were scoring goals scoring for fun. Scoring goals, yeah. And, and that's, that's a sign great. of a decent side, that. Beat MK Dons, I remember. I mean, that, for me, was another point where I remember thinking, we could do something here, because they had Patrick Bamford, yeah. banging them in for fun, and they would wind them up. And, you know, an older... Older Orient fans will recall, you know, when, when it happened, normally Would've. heads go down, yeah. crumble, but everyone got, right behind, everyone got right behind the O's. Wasn't happening. It just everyone did, got it right just behind the O's. And we beat MK Dons, and again, at that point, you just think, They, they were amazing. probably the early season sort of favourites to be to be pushing to go up. Yeah, they no, definitely. We beat them, and then unfortunately, towards the end of the month, we, had, we took our first pr- defeat away to Coventry, but, I mean, that was no kind of disgrace. Coventry were a decent, decent side at that point with, with decent players. And, you know, all good things come to an end. But if you would have said to any Orient fan, you're going to go and beat him in the league till late October. Yeah, we'd have taken that. Incredible. And, and then obviously we had the 4 0 at Tranmere yeah, just yeah. before that. That's never an easy ground to go to. But no, we, we, made it look, we, made it look, we made it look so easy, didn't we? And then the hand rubbing together comes when we beat Peterborough away 3 1. It's never a bad thing to go and beat what, what was ostensibly a local rival. Yeah. So and now we're up the, uh, up the M11. And again, going to goal down. Do you remember going with the goal down and then Mooney just got a great finish, yeah. corking finish, and then Coxie, lost just keeper. Absolutely trounced Mooney him. again. And I mean, Darren Ferguson was like, yeah, he was left a bit gossamacked. He think, was, but we he were, wasn't prepared for that. We were outstanding on that day, though. We were absolutely outstanding. Yeah, absolutely. So then we, there were a few other sort of great wins there. We drew with Sheffield United, drew with Bristol City, Tuesday night games, no one likes And obviously those, the Swindon away game, Swindon away. which was kind of highlighted for the wrong reasons. Jamie Jones getting attacked. Got attacked by that guy. But what yeah. a goal by Mooney. One yeah. of the goals of the season where he just... The, the thing about Mooney is that for, every, you know, for all the grief he gets, he'll score a goal like that away to Swindon where he'll chip the keeper from 30 yards. And he meant that. You can clearly tell he meant that. Yeah. So fair play to him. Yeah. He used to be shite, but now he's alright. I hate that chant. I hate that. But <laughs> bugs the shit out of me that chant. I really don't like it. We'll come to songs a bit later, but yeah. I'm sure I'm positive we can get a better song for Moody than he used to be shite. Yeah. Anyone that's a bit more imaginative, feel free out Orient Outlook at Outlook dot com with your Mooney chants. Mooney. Let's let's change that. Let's let's start a revolution of of better songs and better chants on the South Stand. Definitely at, so. At, at Leighton Orient now. Um then moving into December, we had a pretty good December actually. For what is normally a tough month, you know. Yeah. We, um, we didn't a, lose. A good a good away draw to a, a good draw a good away draw to Bradford. Yeah. Only for Nakaki Wells to score in the last, last minute with minute. a great free kick. To Which fair. shouldn't have been given away in the first no. place. And a great goal from James, who, yeah. who comes up with your cracker, to be that fair. That was a him. great goal. It was a great goal. It was a really tight angle as yeah. well. Curled in top corner. Yeah. And then we got a decent point away to Wolves, which, you know, at that On point... Boxing Day was, was tough. It was the biggest crowd of the season. Yeah. So it was like 28-odd thousand, 2,000 of them were us. And so. at, that, at, that, at that point, Wolves were starting to, to get back in it and starting to notch up a you know a big amount of wins. And we went a goal behind. and got battered and Larkins... Made some great, great saves, saves and yeah. Baldry got second half equaliser, which is great. And sent us on our way. And then um, started the new year off not so well. We got thumped thumped by Yeovil, but then we sort of got back on our on our horse, dusted ourselves down, and, and went away to Shrewsbury and beat them two 0 and beat Carlisle at home four 0 That so was thanks. a that was a great match. Goal on the goals of the season for me. Jamie Ness smacking the ball. Yes, right back, right yeah. in front of where we sit. That was it. a tremendous goal. That thirty yards out as well. And it was quite funny because one of the guys we go with wasn't uh, was in the uh, prawn sandwich area in the West End and missed probably. From where we see it, probably the goal yeah. of the season from, yeah. from the angle we saw it at. Yeah, 
Um, it was just a beautiful, beautiful shot. And then the kid from Spurs scored in the last second as well. Was Colt, Colt first? Colthurst? Colthurst, yeah. He's got good, but you know. Shaquille Colthurst. Uh, but at that point, loads of in the Colthurst were getting nowhere near the team because you had Bat. Shame, really. Mooney, Lisby, Stop. just all bagging them in for fun. Yeah. Um, and then to finish January with a 2 1 over Coventry, which yeah. was, I will say, and have this going record that that first half against Coventry was one of the best halves if not the best half I've ever seen Ireland play yeah. maybe surpassed by Gillingham um, which was later on in the year but, in the year, but that Coventry that first half was absolutely immense and a great 2-0 win yeah I agree a great 2-0 win absolutely and to be fair to Coventry they brought quite a few fans down probably the biggest crowd we'd, yeah, one of crowd them. we'd had down there for quite some one time one of them but, but a, great, a, great, a great win for us and then we went into a hectic February where we seemed to never stop playing games and it, it was around about the time played. where Jones kind of got himself injured I think he got injured I thought he got injured around December no because that's why Larkins I, went in goal for Wolves oh you might be right but then he came back and I remember he, he was in goal away to Rotherham and then we signed the uh Shawan Jalal. Jalal, because he made his debut against Peter. Oh, no, we signed um, Ornwick first, didn't we? Oh, then he went Ornwick, and then he replaced Ornwick. If anyone knows what happened to Ornwick, feel free to give us an email. I, I mean, there's lots of rumours out there, but I don't think it's ever been actually disclosed by the club. No, it's not what officially been Ornwick, disclosed by the club. Which no. was a shame, but we got, like you said, Jalal in. Yeah, and I remember Peter, I mean, that was one of the low points of the season for me. We um, went one up quite late on, about the 70th minute. Mooney scored, yeah. header. And then that we can see two goals minutes. in five five minutes, yeah, just like about five two minutes. minutes. But yeah. the last the last two minutes, I remember some longer with a header, and unmarked, then, uh, unmarked, by unmarked. post, and yeah. then yeah. Rowe, Tommy, Tommy Rowe hit one, left them. hit one, and to be fair, Jones probably would have saved it. Eldin definitely would have saved it, but wasn't meant to be. But Sean didn't. And then three days later, Bristol City at home. Nah. That that I, that week alone in football, that week alone, that from the first season, that's ten days, probably that probably killed our automatic playoff. Probably, you're probably right. Our, our automatic promotion that that killed it right there. Those nine points that we'd yeah. have had would have put us well clear. And I, even though that was bad, it still was one of my probably one of my favourite moments of the season where um, Elliot was injured, and so we were playing Sawyer. And Bristol City's first goal, Sawyer got done on the right hand yeah, side. Yeah, did. Yeah. And I remember you, who you're quite a timid person, and you're quite you're quite a nice guy to be fair. But Paul just lost his yeah. lost his rag. Sawyer doesn't doesn't Sawyer. I don't think he's quite up to our good squad player. player to be, but yeah. against someone like I can't remember the guy's name who scored this. Against some against someone like Bulldog, who's a good striker, which out of our depth, and you're right there. I think Paul. I think once once we once that kind of happened. When we played Stevenage, he looked very comfortable at left back. They caused him no trouble at all. Yeah, Bulldog. It's Bulldog who got him. But, you know, you're always going to lose in the season. And, you know, it wasn't meant to be. But No. So then we moved into March and we we went uh, and beat Colchester at home. And, I, then... and that was another great game. Because once we went one up, Mooney with a great finish again. And once they equalised, they battered us. And we, I remember we broke away. That put uh, Mo in. Yeah. And he scored. Yeah, he scored. That was and a it great was good. Goal. It was a really, it was a really good game because that was a game where we didn't play particularly well, but we won. Yeah, we got the points. That's, yes, that's the thing. You don't always have to play well. You just have no, to grind exactly. out a result. And sometimes that's what we have to do. And that's what that's what we did there. So, but in know, the poor, there were other poor results though in March. You know, a nil-nil draw away to Notts County at that time wasn't the best result. They were bottom of the league, and then losing at home to Brentford which was fair enough I mean Brentford were on a good run we gave, yeah. we gave them a good run to be fair do you remember they celebrated like they just oh. won the World Cup 
Yeah. Pricks. Like Mark Warburton. But it's all about tension. Fair play. He's a decent manager, Warburton, from what what I can see. He's done done quite a month and he's done well. Might be grudging that. And then it ended with a bad defeat to Bradford. Bradford, yeah. I think it was, I can't remember who scored, but he was at the back post unmarked. Right in front of where we sit. Bit of a gutner. Um, It was it, indeed, the old... Orion, yeah, uh, Orion, old boy Aaron McLean, thanks very much indeed. I left unmarked again at back the back post, post. But maybe Jamie should be sorting out his defence. We'll come to Jones in, in a yes, bit to discuss. We have opinions um, and thoughts on him. In April, you know, some real highlights well. and a few lowlights. I mean, the 5 1 Gillingham, that's probably as good as we're ever going to see in our lifetime at Brisbane. The Road. most complete game with that 20, go, 20 pass goal. Oh, it was amazing. It's and probably in, the most complete game you'll ever see, ever. But first. also, you know, scoring the third goal and in them taking kickoff, losing it. And then us scoring. And then us scoring straight away. It was like Germany, Brazil. Moons, wasn't it? Yeah, it was Moons. Yeah, Lisby set on Moons. And, it, you know, it ended disappointingly. Yeah, Lisby pickpocketed the guy at yeah. right back, didn't he? Done his man, Boosh, Mooney. Yeah. Law. Lovely. Great goal. And uh, lost to Wolves at home, but we gave Wolves a hell of a game. I mean, that their, their keeper line. flattered Wolves. Well, they, they scored in the last minute, didn't they? And we battered them. Their keep, Absolutely. I mean, Mooney, Mooney should have equalised at 2-1. And you know um, when your goalkeeper gets man of the match... Yeah, that that you know what sort of a game it was for him to be putting off. Some of those saves yeah. he didn't he didn't have the right yeah. to save them. And then that obviously well. that led us to May, where we finished our league com- league campaign. Yeah, away, away to MK, MK Dons, and that, that was a great sign off. That was a great day out. Great day out, and we looked really comfortable. We looked like we deserved to be there. We were on a lot of the pit of the when they were celebrating. We were right at the front of that stand. Yeah, and it was we a great it was a great day because we nicked. Well, we didn't nick it, but we got third in the end because yeah. Rotherham, I think, drew and Preston lost away. To, Preston definitely lost away to Crew, so we nicked third, and it meant that going into the playoffs, we had Peterborough, and we had the away leg first, which was good. But we'll come to the playoffs in the next episode. Um, and we'll just go through a few of our highlights now from the season. So, yeah. Paul, for you, best match? Um, I don't think there's too much debate in this. I, th- I think probably it's going to be quite unanimous throughout everyone, really. is probably Gillingham. Yeah, I mean, especially the first half. To go four up, I think we were four up by the 35th minute. And it's just unbelievable. It was just an unbelievable. They, they capitulated and we absolutely capitalised on that. And, and that was um, Lundstrom. Was His passing for that... First goal, first goal, put Mooney straight through. through. I've never seen such a decent And pass. then obviously the second goal, the, the Brazil goal, that you know, the 20, must be 20 goal of the season. 20 move Coxie. And then Moe's run set up Lisby, which was 3-0. And then, as we mentioned before, nicking the ball Bowling off them. right back from kick-off. But they're, they're, I did feel quite sorry for their fans, though, because their fans, you know, travelled all that way, even though not, not too far, to see them 4-0 down. Yeah. I but, remember that at Bournemouth once we were five 0 down in in the first half I think it was or four 0 down and then we conceded a fifth in like the fiftieth minute and it got to like sixty something minutes we thought well we're not going to yeah. get back from this we second half we kind of put our foot, foot off the gas but you know it was it was deserved and then Dagnall nicked a fifth good little run from Dagnall yeah deserved the goal and obviously conceded a goal right at the end but but never mind but then you know I've already touched on it commentary at home first half. Was fantastic. Was good, yeah. MK Dons at home was strong. fantastic. Yeah, and away. Uh, and away was MK really good. Dons so some great good. highlights. Worst match, I think there's probably a tie for this. There Brist- could be a few. Bristol City at home was pretty bad on a cold February night. Crawley yeah. at home was pretty dire. Three one. Peterborough losing two goals in the last two minutes. At home. There's a few. Thank, thankfully, there's more good games that you can probably remember. I mean, Cox's oh, goal for Sheffield United was probably yeah. Up there speaking as... about goals, some great goals scored this season. You know, Cox Sheffield United, Cox Gillingham, Mooney scored a few worldies. 
you know, he's yeah. got a great goal away to Swindon early in the season. Yeah. Colchester at home, he'd done a great goal. He finishes for the first away to Peterborough. The thing with Mooney is if he doesn't have to think about what he's doing, if he just goes on instinct and totally. just smacks it, totally. it's sublime. Totally. You give him more than three seconds to think about it, he's like... Uh, Mooney's a great what should I do? Mooney's a great instinct instinct he's kind of the opposite to Lisby where it, if Lisby gets a one on one and he gets time yep. I'm always going to bet Lisby most of the time to score yeah over Mooney with Mooney I don't want Mooney to have any time on the ball I, no. want, I want Mooney to be getting charged down instinct so he can instinct and smack, smack it, it in and let best player well everyone I mean Nathan all Clark all done voted, well all done well they? so Nathan Clark got voted by the club did he yep. and I'm awards, sure yeah. um didn't Vince Lowe get, get something from, from a, was it oh, a low of tea? Probably. Uh, the, the supporters club, LOSC, probably. A lot, to, a lot of players to choose from. For me, I think it's going to be Scotty Cuthbert. I probably me. agree with you. And Either that, Scotty or Vince Lowe. Vince Lowe was immense, but I think Scotty, coming out of his favoured um, centre-back position to go in at right-back, um, I think takes like he was saying he was learning all the time, so I think he's got quite a lot to yeah to learn there. So I think he and he did really well. He done fantastically. He was a great player. Uh, yeah, like you said, playing out of position. You know, he it's a tough gig. It was great. And if you know, don't do it right, then you're going to made to be look really stupid. So oh, yeah, he definitely. stepped up and he did it. And with Elliot switching to left back, yeah. it was really good. And obviously Coxie, some some vital goals and some vital assists, assists. yeah some absolutely vital assists. he has a tendency to kind of go out and match his points but when, tough... he had, when he had the ball yeah. he, he was good with it to be fair it's the toughest choice to choose a player out of that team for this season you could have about five or six easily with, with Lloyd no, James has with no complaints amazing passes I'm not sure about Lloyd James <laughs> no, but he, you know, <laughs> I'm not sure about Lloyd James no but he's good but to a man everyone played their part yeah. but I think for me to come out of your natural favourite position yep. and to, give you that. to, to do that I, I think for me Scotty edges it I'll give you that alright so we move on to we've got worst player oh, worst player um, maybe, maybe worst is unfair it's an unfair worst thing. unfair Most, least uh, favoured because <laughs> for me there's only one winner promotion on promotion costing player Jamie um, Jones probably I hate to say it because he the thing with Jones is he he's a good shot good shot stopper yes but, but he's a poor goalkeeper as a, someone that yeah, commands yeah I mean he line. didn't command his box I don't really want to start talking about the Wembley final yet and we'll speak we'll, we'll come in the next, next episode, episode but yeah. you've got to think if you, if Eldin was in goal you know would that have happened but Probably again, we not. we're not going to use this podcast to start slating players, and we're not going to be you no. Know, let's one move of on. Those. So we'll we'll move on. So songs for every bad song that we had, we had an utterly great song. Yeah. My favorite, Bosnia. singing it loud and proud. Bosnia's, Bosnia's number, number one. Yeah. I defy anyone to to not stand up, <laughs> arms up in the air, waving around. <laughs> Bosnia's number one. Yeah. My favorite. I agree with you on that. I think I think that's good. But one of the worst songs. For me, well, I think there's, there's three. There's been a few this season. I think there's three. I know exactly what you're going to say. Yeah, used Mooney. to be shy because I think that's unfair. I wonder him. if Mooney... Because if he was played out of position, so he was played out on the right wing where he's not a right winger. Mooney, if, you, if you're listening to this podcast, which you probably aren't, or if anyone knows Mooney or knows his view on the song, can you email us and tell us what he thinks of that I'd song? I'd love to know what Mooney I, I imagine Mooney. Love I imagine know. Mooney probably likes it. Because uh, it, it, it is it is a compliment. They'll take yeah, it's a backhanded compliment. They'll take anything uh, yeah. if if you're backing them and it's oh, a gesture. Like Coxie said in interviews as well, he doesn't mind the tiny cox thing, but he'd rather it wasn't sung. I'm not a fan of the tiny cox. No, thing. I like if you're gonna sing it, just sing "We've Got a Five Foot Cox." Yeah, because absolutely, it's so much better. more complimentary. The tiny cox thing is just a bit, I don't know. Yeah. Um, 
And one for me, one that I hate, and I can't believe as Orient fans we actually sing it, is the 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 the, the useless song. I hate that. I never sing Everything it. Everything useless. Yeah, no, I don't like. Not that a fan song. of that. I don't really like that. I know. I I get why people sing it, but you know. It's got a tendency for whenever we sing it to backfire. I remember Orient fans singing it in the 88th minute against uh, Peterborough. Yeah. Two minutes later, we looked like a bunch of dickheads because we were losing 2-1. Yeah. So, for me, not what... Tempting fate, really, aren't you? Tempting fate. So, favourite moment of the league campaign. So, this is all, again, pre-playoff because we'll come to the playoffs at a later... Yeah. Well, in the next episode, really. Yeah, absolutely. So, your favourite moment from the season? Um, for me, it was probably, as I what? said, we've touched on it before, it was Colchester home because... I remember when they equalised, I, one of the guys I sat next to, I turned around to him and I said to him, we're going to lose this game now. And as soon as I said that, we broke away and we scored. And that was one of those games where everything was just right about it. Great atmosphere, great performance, real togetherness, good crowd, good banter. Yeah. And he owes one. And so for won. me, that was probably my favourite moment. But I mean, there's just been so many to mention, really. I think so. I don't think there's one running onto the pitch at full time. In the again, it all comes back to the playoffs yeah. running on the pitch and walking on that really soft. I couldn't get over it. That, oh, it was that, amazing. That lawn was amazing. But yeah, so or that pitch rather. Um, so yeah, I, there's there's just so many. Yeah, I mean, I think just just I think all of the times where we've we've been up against it and withstood pressure and the times where we've gone behind and come back and the resilience that Russell Slade kept talking about in his post-match. It got bored, it got irritating after all the, all the resilience, but he was so right. I think we should probably have a hero of the year because we haven't mentioned the hero. No, I'd probably a special, go with special Russ, accolade, Russell Slade. Russ, Russell Slade, Kevin well Gideon, done. Kevin Nugent, all the backroom staff yeah, that kept them fantastic. fit because the injuries, apart from Jamie Jones, yeah, they fantastic. were in and out. You know, Baldry had a little spell out, but... Yeah, I mean, over the course of the course of the season, you're obviously going to get injured, you're going to get but, them obviously. But the fact that but, we had, you know, relatively low count, at, yeah, uh, you know, compared to the season or two before when there are people dropping like flies. And once you get to December as well, you know, you're always going to be up against it. Yeah. with a small squad, which is essentially what we had. Absolutely. Um, so well done, Russ. If you're listening, Russ, have a beer. Let's know your thoughts. Have a wine. Let or in Outlook at Outlook dot com. Or, or if, yeah, if you've got any views, like like Paul was saying, if you you know you agree with us or you disagree with us, or if there's a, a song we haven't mentioned or a match we haven't mentioned, um, yeah, get in contact. What's the email address again? It is orientoutlook at outlook dot com. And obviously, we are on Twitter as well. At Orient Outlook. At Orient Outlook, indeed, it is. So I think for this podcast, we're going to wrap up there. Um, obviously, we haven't touched on uh, on the playoffs, on Wembley, um, on Mo leaving, on our new chairman, uh, and also our expectations you know, for next season. So uh, that will come in the next podcast. And then obviously, uh, we've got the pre-season friendlies. We've got um, Dartford Friday night. Funny and then old. we've got... I've got Gateshead at some point, haven't yeah, we? Yeah, the following week. So I'm assuming they'll probably do some sort of away week bonding session up in... I'm actually waiting for the new kit to come out. I yeah. still haven't seen the new kit. I mean, no. it's getting clo- Unless there's not going to be a new the cl- kit. No, the club if tweeted anyone knows, today. Oh, did they? Yeah, the club t- tweeted today about it. It's coming out soon. They're just finalising a couple oh, okay. of things. So, so goodness knows what they're going to be playing in on Friday. Yeah, well, if anyone knows what, what it's going to be or has any... Uh, Tweet us, clues please. or clues are probably the wrong word or anything that you want to see in an Orient kit. I know braces keeps getting banded about. It's not going to be braces. Like Matt Port already said it's not going to be braces because it's all about the template yeah, that yeah. Nike, Nike give us. Nike. Maybe we should be Adidas then. 
Adidas. Adidas. So we will end every podcast going forward with our fantastic Orient fact. Or is it, is it a question now? Well, we could we could we could mix it up a bit. Um, so we we could probably do do a question. So we'd love to know if you know the answer to this. Obviously, you know if you need to cheat, cheat. But actually, um, no. If you know the answer, don't cheat. Be be, be honest. Yeah. Or that if you don't know that, the answer, just go and go. That'd be impressive if people said, "Actually, I didn't cheat. I know this because." And give us a reason why you didn't like, you know, why you didn't cheat to get it. So, Paul, what is your so, question of the podcast? Okay, so to end this podcast on the twenty eighth of December, nineteen ninety seven, the O's equaled their record winning margin for a league match when they beat Doncaster Rovers. What I want to know, what we want to know, is what was the score in nineteen ninety seven, December the twenty eighth. The O's equaled their record winning margin for a league match when we beat Doncaster Rovers. Tell me what the score was, please. So you can email us the answer at orientoutlook.com. Is that right? Yeah. And Twitter, which is at orientoutlook. And we look forward to hearing from you and and reading feedback that you've got for us. Your answers. Much appreciated. So that's it. So that's the first podcast of Orient Outlook done. Thank you for listening and taking the time. And uh, yeah, we look forward to your views and your comments on on the show. And uh, up the O's. Up the O's. Thank you for listening. (laughs) 